After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to iRefresh, where we empower ordinary women to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer and encouragement. We have today with us Amy Ford and Nicole Jones of Embrace Grace, and we want to just say thank you so much for coming and being with us. Thank you thank so you much for having us. us. Hey, I'm so excited. So, Amy, this is your book, A Bump in Life, and I wanted you just to tell me, like, how did you start and even think about writing a book? Well, so this book is full of testimonials of girls that had an unplanned pregnancy and chose life, and then the okay. miracle that God did in their hearts. Um, through the process. And so I serve single and pregnant young women within churches. And I have seen, I've had front row seats to miracles. And so as I've been serving over the last eight years, I'm like, someone needs to write these. These are like, you can't even watch a movie. Like, this is amazing. And so I just started writing them. And there's 20 stories of girls that chose life. So it's like preacher kids, date rape, um, girls that chose to place their baby for adoption, um, every situation, one where a baby dad was shot and killed during the pregnancy. Uh, and so, but all of these women are so brave. And then what God did in their hearts and the courage that they had to go to the church for help and ask for help is just amazing. And so God did a miracle and we wrote it as an outreach tool okay. to hopefully get into the hands of maybe a, a woman that may be considering an abortion or just to give her hope and, 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 or maybe it's someone that has chosen life already, but she's feeling hopeless. And so we want to encourage her. And I love it that the women that read it, they're like, okay, this story is like mine. And so if that girl did it, then maybe I can do it too. And so it has saved many lives and, um, and we just give it out to all the, all, everyone we can in order to hopefully inspire a life decision. Wow, that's incredible. So this is something you give out? Like, how would someone be able to get their own copy, then? Well, we do sell them on our website, EmbraceGrace.com or on Amazon, but we also put them in love boxes that are given out and distributed to young women with unplanned pregnancies. And it is, again, to inspire... Um, a life decision, but it has it has a onesie that says best gift ever. It has a okay, journal about box? being brave. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so it's like the most cutest okay. gift you've ever seen. And so it goes inside of that. So we give those to pregnancy centers okay. when girls take pregnancy tests and find okay. out they're pregnant and they're kind of maybe freaking out in that moment. We give them this love box for free okay. and it's an invitation to a local church. Okay. To get them plugged into um, a dis to be discipled, to get a baby shower, they get loved on, um, and so we do give them out. Or people call our office all the time. My my neighbor, you know, is thinking about getting an abortion. She has one scheduled on Friday. What do I do? Let us get you a love box. And why don't you go talk with her and you know give her her, her gift? And so it it has saved so many lives as well. So they are free through that. Okay. But you can buy them on on our website, embracegrace.com. So you, you can buy that. So, now, one of the things I, when I actually discovered your Embrace Grace was because, Nicole, mm -hmm. you were showing, it looked like there was a celebration. I saw women, like, were putting together these beautiful boxes. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me what exactly was going on when I saw that online. On Facebook, you were showing the storyline of the assembling of them. Yes, one of the coolest things about our love boxes is that you can get a group of women together to come and pack a box. So okay. you assemble the boxes together, you get to talk about life, you get to talk about these women that are celebrated and their choices. 
it's really a beautiful, it's called, we call it Give Grace Gathering. And so it's like, you can do it in a small group in your home. You can okay. do it with high school students. One of the most powerful uh, times that I've seen us build boxes is there is, I just recruited people. I said, we need 400 boxes. Just cut, you know, wow. just let's build them. And we had this one boy, these teenage boys, I go, can you guys write letters? Because in there we do okay. a Dear Brave Girl letter. Okay. And it's personal, it's handwritten, you're going to be a great mom, we okay. love you, we're going to walk side by side with you, which is what Embrace Grace does. I mean, we walk with them side by side. Okay. And uh, so the letter does that. So I just, we needed a bunch of people to start writing letters. So even the boys are, you know, Dear Brave Girl, you're <laughs> going to be a great mom. And then this one boy piped up, you know, 17, and he goes this is going to change lives. And I go, hopefully yours, you know, like when you start doing that, you start to put yourself in that position. Do I want to put a girl in this position? And this makes me think twice about my actions Mm -hmm. and, but it's also just all centered around love. So it's just Mm -hmm. showing how to love, even in packing a box. Mm -hmm. I love the power of that message because maybe we should back up to where like what is the vision and what is the, the desire that you have with embrace grace Amy, we want you to share your part of like what it, how did you get it started yeah so well i had an unplanned pregnancy and in, i almost had an abortion i and be, and i grew up in church but i just felt like i was so scared to tell my parents and um i ended up hyperventilating hyperventilating in the abortion room and so I didn't end up having the abortion so I tried to go back to church and it just kind of feels like the elephant in the room people don't know whether to say congratulations or I'm sorry so they just don't say anything and you feel alone in a crowd of people and and then I just started hearing more and more stories of other women that have experienced kind of the same situation when whether it's an unplanned pregnancy or just any result of sin or or being in the middle of, of a really hard situation that they can't get out of, that they, it's hard because the church isn't the first place they just naturally think, I need to go to church and get help. Like, that's just not, and even as we invite girls into Embrace Grace within churches around the nation, I'm always on, like, pregnant girl patrol. Like, do you have a ring? Or, you okay. know, what is it? I'm always looking. Okay. First, you got to make sure they're pregnant because I have gotten in trouble with that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I'm always looking. And so, but it's, it's amazing okay. to see when I invite them to a church, okay. the first response is, Oh, you want me to go to a church in this situation? I don't think so. That's just weird. It's not natural. And I hear some girls say, well, isn't that for perfect people to go to? I think I need to fix some things first before I go to church. And this is what the unchurched think the church is. Like, okay. They think it's about behavior modification and it's about a heart transformation. So we want to change that. And that really inspired Embrace Grace. So we have small groups within churches all over the nation. Okay. We provide the curriculum. We call it a pro-love movement. And these churches invite the girls in and okay. say, come sit with us. We're going to walk with you. Um, and we're going to walk alongside you. They throw them a baby shower. They get a princess day about, and that's all about their identity, value, and worth and how much God loves them. And their lives are completely changed, but it is like pulling teeth to get them to come to that first class. If we can get them to come just one time, then they're hooked. But man, the, the stigma around this issue specifically, but I know many more is like, you just don't naturally think, Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh my goodness. I need help. Who do I call? Like you don't think the church, which we just really wanted to change that. We want the church to be a place for the broken. I always say a church without the broken is a broken church. And um, it needs to be a safe place for all people to go to. Sounds like out of your own experience, you saw a need to help Mm -hmm. the body of Christ to know how to help precious women that need to be loved 
and I'll accept it because some things, you know, I, I realize sometimes I think when someone's coming into prayer ministry, they're like, well, I didn't, if, if you knew my sin, you would never even enter, let me enter into your home. I'm like, oh, honey, some are more apparent and obvious, but I said, we all have come short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And so if it's just a message of helping the church realize we need to have a welcoming, loving, which I love how you talk about, um, a love, the love box and mm-hmm. how you're allowing people to feel that love and acceptance so that they can make good decisions, hopefully, to feel that comfort and support. One thing I love about I Refresh is about praying and, and encouraging women. And so often when they come in, there's so much hurt and woundedness. And you want to get to that place where you can just love them and realize the love and acceptance of Christ, no matter like all facets we've seen before, and how with power of prayer that God wants to help them realize that they can be healed and they can make great choices in their life. It seems like, you know, Amy, that's a lot of what you also are doing, is trying to empower the women that uh, they are loved and accepted. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about how God's shown you how to to invite them and make them feel like, okay, I think they would be okay that I could talk to them and they would accept me. Yeah, well, I just realized that there's there are... A lot of church wounds out there, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's the hesitance about getting plugged in, either that or maybe they feel like they're disqualified because of choices they may have made in their past that they don't want anyone to know about, which mm-hmm. is, we know a lot. It's shame. It's yeah. shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and you know, with my story, having an unplanned pregnancy, the... I had, so I, I ended up marrying my baby dad, which now we've been married 20 years. And, uh, but whenever we had decided to get married, I was only 16 weeks pregnant. I had just told my, my parents, they, we had been together for a while. So they said, let's just, let's get married. And we wanted to anyways. So we had a beautiful wedding, but I still felt shame on our wedding day. But we had asked the man that had led Ryan to the Lord years before my husband, mm-hmm. years before we asked him if he would marry us. And he said, I can't bless this marriage because you've sinned, so I will I will not marry you. And it was wow. just like a scarlet letter on your wedding day. Like, we can't even get married right. We've screwed up so bad. But what's so amazing is two years later, he called Ryan out of the blue. And he said, Ryan, I'm trying to get a hold of you. He said, I feel like it was my worst mistake of pastoring history I've ever made. Will you forgive me? And Ryan was like, yes, I love you. you know, he, Ryan adored this guy. He was like, he discipled him all through high school and so they got to be really close again, and we live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but this pastor's from Austin, so it's like a few hours away. So we had a son, and his name is Jess. He's amazing. He's 20 now, and he goes to Oral Roberts University. He is majoring in evangelism. I mean, he is powerhouse. He's led so many kids to the Lord. Well, when he was 16, so four years ago, that pastor in Austin asked us, if we would, if I would come preach at his church and talk about pro love and our mission and all of that, it was on Mother's Day, and he was very open with his congregation leading up to me getting there. And he said, uh, so he had said he had a religious spirit and a Pharisee heart, you know, when he said that years ago. So I got there, I preached, I did my thing, and then he's like, Amy, hang on, I want you to stay on stage, and I want your son Jess to come on stage. And again, he's sixteen. And he said, Amy, years ago, I asked your husband for forgiveness, but I've never really asked you for forgiveness. Will you forgive me for what I did years ago? And I was like, of course, yes. Look at Embrace Grace. This is amazing. But then he looked at my son. And this is in front of the entire congregation. And he said, will you forgive me for planting seeds in your heart before you were ever even born? And while you were in your mother's womb, I rejected you. Will you forgive me? And my son, 16, in front of the whole congregation, 
says, I forgive you. And you could just, I mean, people's jaws were on the floor. Like, you just don't see that. Church wounds were being lifted in that room. And so we were flooded afterwards of like, oh, I've got a similar story. And no one, I've never told anyone, you know, shame prevents us from stepping out into the calling that God wants us to have. And so, um, and there's so many stories like that. And, and even people that literally work for us. And, and uh, Nicole has a story. We have several on staff. You should share yours. Yeah, Nicole. Oh, well, I, I had a similar story. I found out I was pregnant and I had grown up in the church. And um, it was a huge shock to everyone at church that I was in this situation. And um, I, you know, I went to my mentor at the time and he said, I couldn't be more disappointed if you were my own daughter. And so I just was like, okay, you know, well, you know, and I was very, you just got to make it look good and okay, well, we're going to get married. Well, I can't marry you and, you know, and we're not going to come and that kind of thing. And so, uh, I just felt like, you know what, in two years, everyone's going to forget that we had an unplanned pregnancy and we'll just come right back to church. And that's exactly what we did. We just kind of put on our Sunday best and went back to church and did that. And um, I didn't realize until I heard Amy's story. I was sitting in the audience and I heard Amy speak and I just started bawling and bawling. And I had no idea how deeply that wound just... You know, honestly, all of a sudden I felt like I could be genuine. I felt like I could just... Mm -hmm let it all go and say, yes, that happened to me. Yes, I was rejected by the church. And I didn't realize it until I start, until I came on board with them. But I was like, I really want to help the church understand how to love better. And Embrace Grace is just an amazing bridge because you can't, even if you feel like people have sinned, you can't argue with loving people. Just like right. she said earlier, you know, mm-hmm. you can't argue. So it's kind of a, a beautiful bridge to get people to, and then once they see it, once they see the love and how it transforms people, and you see these girls just flourish, we call them blooms. Once you just blooms see them blossom and grow, and their kids are, you know, they are. I mean, our the percentage is forty six percent of salvations out of our girls. I mean, that is high. That's you know, incredible. it's and they're raising powerful kids now. It's like you can't deny it, and it it does. Just like she said with her pastor, all of a sudden it's like it it changes an entire congregation mm-hmm. when you start to mm-hmm. see testimonies like that. You know, so many times we are disillusioned by sometimes people's reactions to our the sin in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout I think everyone there's so many of us can have a story. Whatever our story is, we don't realize. A lot of times I think we call it the church as other friends even outside of us that they just don't know how to work through. They haven't had the personal experience with what we may have gone through. But yet I think Embrace Grace is a great way to help to transfuse, just maybe give hope of, hey, this is the way you do it. It's real mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. We don't have to make it complex. No. There's no one, two, three. It's just love. Yeah. I mean, I think that's when, when you see the scripture, it says God is love. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to do is we have to love each other. You know, Scripture says there's only one lawgiver and judge, and it's not me. So I don't, I don't have to worry about it. All we have to do is give a message of hope and love. And I think it's a beautiful thing, especially as you're talking about how Embrace Grace is working with the church, but you're also helping the church know how to receive mm-hmm. the girls because they don't necessarily, may have not been equipped beforehand mm-hmm. of how to work through it. Yeah. You know, I think that's the great thing is what you're doing is a lot greater than I think you maybe even recognize or some people recognize the power of you 
aligning with the church yeah. and aligning and bringing the groups there and making sure it's there in the church has been a great system for loving them and helping them through that at the beginning of the pregnancy and way down the road. Mm-hmm. I think I'm so excited to know what the organization does is not just a story. It's everybody's had a really hard story at some point. Mm-hmm. And yet you are equipping them with your curriculum, which I mm-hmm. think is beautiful, of empowering the women to know who they are in Christ now. Because when you're saying salvation, mm-hmm. how great that now they know the hope of glory is now within them. And so they can rise up and they can have this child and, and create a new life. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just a beautiful way to see a testimony. And I, I just think the stories we have, even we're in the midst of a chapter, mm-hmm. is God's going to use us. And I can't imagine, I'm sure there's stories, if you're saying, even your staff, they've been working through their storylines. Mm-hmm. And probably most of them you say that work with you have stories? Yeah, well, we have one uh, on staff that had an abortion scheduled for the next day and got a love box. And um, it was actually her sister had, had knew about Embrace Grace, so she called us saying, what do I do? I think my sister has an abortion scheduled. She wants me to pick her up from work and take her to the doctor, and she's not able to drive afterwards, and there's a lot of secrecy around it, and come to find out that it was an abortion scheduled like take this box go meet with her and uh, she ended up staying up all night reading a bump in life and going through all the pieces the handwritten note that was inside the next day when her sister came to pick her up at lunch to take her to the abortion appointment she got in the car shut the door and started bawling and said I can't do this and she said she stayed up all night reading and that 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 she started seeing if God can do that for them then he can do it for me too and so now he has a two year she has a two year old named Mateo that is just amazing and she she has such a powerful story and she's so willing to share it with everyone and that we're like you have to work for us like this is amazing (laughs) we have post-abortive women that work for us and wanting to use that story to be able to share number one if you're post-abortive you can still lead and and you have a story you can be uh, the change that you want to see in the world and then number two Mm -hmm. some of the um the women that go through Embrace Grace may have had a previous abortion as well. So it helps them with the healing process because now they're starting to feel their baby kick and move and things like that. And it may stir up things. So it's awesome to see how we've trained our leaders even to help with the healing process as they're pregnant if there has been a past abortion. And so, I mean, between all of us, we've been there, done that. That's what we tell all the girls in our class. We, we, there's drugs. We've done it all. You're not going to, there's nothing you could say that could shock us. And God says he turns all things for good for those that love him. Mm-hmm. And it's a promise. And he does. Even a worse, I saw a quote the other day by Rick Warren, and it said something about some, your greatest pain that you've been through can turn into your greatest ministry. And that is so true. We can take all of those hurts. Like, what is that thing that makes you pound your fist on the table and say, someone has to do something about this? Mm-hmm. Most likely, God put that passion inside of you because he wants you to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So take that and don't let it turn to anger or rage, but just take it and do something. Be the change you want to see in the world. You're not disqualified because of anything you've done in your past. It, it makes you that you can even share, tell your story and help other people overcome as well. And, and keeping it so that we're, we stay vulnerable and authentic yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, brave and sharing our story. It changes everyone around us. So your story, Nicole, you said you heard her story years ago, mm-hmm. but you didn't go work with her until... No recently well, so like how what brought the connection again then because you'd heard it a while back uh-huh I heard it a while back okay. and I was uh, definitely moved by it but I was in entertainment so I didn't I mean I came up to her and I said 
I would love to help. Um, I'm in entertainment. What does that look like? You know, does that spark something in you? I don't know. And so we went back and forth, back and forth. And um, I was teaching. Or I started the right. school at the time, as you were talking about. And I just had a real heart for seeing people walk in their calling, you know, and just, and as soon as I learn something, I tell everybody. I mean, yeah. it could be the, the night before um, you know, about freedom, and I'm like, okay, gather around. We're all going to get free tonight. <laughs> and so I, I, I love that about teaching, about, you know, equipping people that way and really seeing them into their calling, whether it's in entertainment or whatever. And so this summer, I just realized that I want to do the best job that makes me the best mom, whatever that looks like. And so I surrender and, you know, I was like, God, oh, you've got this. What do you, what does that look like? And Embrace Grace came up that they were hiring and I just felt led to call Amy and say, are you, you know, what does this look like? And she uh, was so generous, called me and said, well, you know, we'd love to talk. Like, let's talk about it. And so... But I knew that I was going to have to lay down entertainment and to be, because once I'm in the wallet, so, um, I, so I struggled that, with that in my heart, but I just, what really pushed me was I just, I just feel like at this time, especially this time right now, that there is just a grace to push the agenda of life. Mm-hmm. We just need to speak life all the time. And Embrace Grace is one of the most powerful ministries that I've seen where they just speak life not only about choosing life, but they speak life into these girls and, uh, they grow and they bloom. And I was, I was like, I want to be a part of that. I want to be called into, um, you know, this season of warfare really, you know, okay, we got to stand up. We, we are going to have to, this does make me want to pound my fist. And I think a lot of people are feeling that in this climate right now, mm-hmm. you know, what do we do? How do we get involved? And there's so many ways to get involved. People just don't, we've just kind of been turning a blind eye to this issue mm-hmm. and now it's like it's it's hitting really close to home and what are we going to do about it and so I think at the end of the day I felt honored to mm-hmm. just say okay this is this is where I need to be right now whatever that looks like so you made a decision to give up the entertainment world mm-hmm. for now to go all in mm-hmm. and you said that there's a lot of ways in which like there's so much um, heated discussions mm-hmm. and I love though how you have the essence of it's all about love. Mm-hmm. It overrides any other message. Yeah. And there's ways in which um, the people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But yet the way in which you had a message where people can really grab a hold of it to, mm-hmm. to, to make some good choices, um, not just for their own personal, but to help our community and our body of Christ. Can you guys both give even some just, like, what are things that you could be talking and sharing? Like, what ways can you give? How, how can you help? What roles could other people um, that are listening that even they could share this mm-hmm. with their church? But what are the things that they can do right now to be able to embrace uh, working along with your organization? Yeah, well, I, I, our heart is that we want to be known more for what we're for than what we're against. Okay. So we love talking about pro-love and life and really to show, look at all these amazing resources that are out there. Like you don't have to choose abortion because there's so many great people that want to walk alongside you and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, but I really feel like 
with helping single and pregnant moms or single young moms, we all have a part. Mm -hmm. If you're a man and you're like, I don't really see a part that I have. Are you great at resume writing? Mm -hmm. Are you great at, I know my husband has been helping a single mom with just her her budget. Like she's, no one has ever taught her how to do it. And so she comes to her house and lays everything out and he's showing her, okay, you can cut some here or cut some, you know, just... We all have a, have a part, and whether it's leading an Embrace Grace group and going all in, or if it's taking care of a kid so a single mom can have a night to herself for just a minute, you know, they, they hardly, if they're in survival mode, they hardly get a moment, mm-hmm. or, or so she can go to church um, if they don't have child care. There's, there are, everyone has a part to play in this, and there's so many practical ways that we can serve and love and use the gifts, strengths, and talents that God put inside mm-hmm. each one of us mm-hmm. to give back and show how, to a single mom how much um, God loves them. And we can show them through our love. I love that. Nicole, what are things that you even think of that would be great creative outlets for people, in, whether they have a lot of time mm-hmm. or they might be busy people, but where could they carve out and do something to make a difference? The very first thing that pops to mind is pray. Pray and ask God, how am I supposed to be a part of speaking life? Mm-hmm. Um because it, it is a controversial, you know, so many people are afraid. I don't want to, right. I don't want to say this. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want to do this. And it's, so it's like, just pray. Where are you in your heart about, mm-hmm. about loving people, you know, and you just ask God, how can I love people right now? That's Embrace great. Grace is powerful. They love these girls from beginning to end. I mean, all the way through to the first mm-hmm. year of parenting. I mean, they love them all the way through. Mm-hmm. And there are some creative ways that you can get involved in your small group can adopt a girl for a baby shower and then you get to go to the baby shower and mm-hmm. hold her baby while she's opening her gifts you know that's one just one way you can uh, sponsor you know uh, love boxes you can okay. buy boxes and build them with your friends you can go all in you can lead a group you can volunteer we have plenty of ways to volunteer either coming to the office or whatever um, also, the we have Brave Girl letters that go inside each box, and we have a download link on our website. So you have oh. to go to EmbraceGrace.com, click Love Box. Okay. There's a download link for those Dear Brave Girl letters. If you have a small group, you can download, print those things off, get your small group, get your school, wh- however many people, your, your office, your staff, and write letters. You get to speak life into the heart of someone that literally just found out that they're pregnant. And what would you say? To her in that situation and so that's a great way as well giving we need uh help financially in order for us to reach more people i mean we all we all there are so many creative ways um whether you're old young kids yeah tons so you show them how to connect with the church yeah i mean yeah, you don't okay. have yeah. to do embrace grace it's a great bridge mm-hmm. you know especially with the baby shower and the tool and all of yeah. that but like if it, it, it just inviting them to your church is great. Say, here's a box and you're welcome to sit with me okay. on fifth row. You know, so so anyone can use it. I am an advocate for Embrace Grace, obviously. But you can still do it. There's way. I mean, we okay. just want them to get plugged into a spiritual family. And like mm-hmm. she was saying, for the pregnancy and the first year, but really the mm-hmm. church is forever, right? Yeah. This is a right. we're a family. So mm-hmm. they can get plugged into a fam- spiritual family forever. And so... That is ultimately our number one goal. Whether they use Embrace Grace to get there or not, we'll give them all the tools to do that. I think it's really great, all the different ideas, and to link up. And we definitely want to get everyone engaged in um, going to their website, EmbraceGrace.com, and find a way. I think 
every one of us can be uh, actively consider and prayerfully. I think it was a great thing, Nicole, if we need to pray. Pray how God wants to show you how to love them. All right? And so thank you, Amy and Nicole, for being a part. And we'd love to have you come back. And we want you also to realize that the power of loving people and praying for them is an incredible impact. Thank you.